Hello and welcome to the C3 Sunderland podcast. We are so glad that you're here. We're believing that you'll be filled with faith and encouraged by hope as you tune into this message today. Well, as we've kind of been sharing these last few weeks, we just wanted to give over the month of June to this theme of this is my story. And we've just really been wanting to emphasize and um, I guess put um, encouragement on the power of our stories, the power of our testimonies, the power that sharing our stories with the world around us, sharing our stories with um, the body of Christ, with one another, and even sharing, reminding our own souls, reminding our own spirits of where we've been and what God has done has so much power. And we want everyone to come out of this month knowing and feeling equipped um, in being able to share your story, being empowered and um, excited about sharing what God's doing in your life. And our key scripture for this series comes out of Acts 1 verse 8. Jesus says these words to his disciples, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And yeah, to help us do that today, we have the wonderful Evan and Grace who are going to share some stories to encourage us, to equip us. And um, yeah, I have no idea what you guys are going to share, so I'm equally excited. <laughs> um, so without further ado, I think let's get, let's get into it. It's great to have you guys in my chat show this morning. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thanks um, for your Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So um, I guess it, as we've done these past few weeks, it's great to start at the beginning. I'd love it if you guys could take a few moments to share with us both your individual journeys of coming to faith in Jesus. I don't know who wants to go first. Please take it away. Ladies first. What a gender. Okay. Um, so I was already start off similar, but um, I grew up in a Christian family, went to same church as Evan and his family and I kind of just went along with mum and dad for a while but got saved (laughs) when I was 14, got baptised at that church and when I was around 17 I um, just shared a number of factors just completely (laughs) went away from church completely against God, completely against Jesus Um, and when I was about 20, um, I just felt kind of a niggle to go back to church. That was it, though. Um, and then I think the first time I went back was on, on your birthday. your birthday. Aww. Was it your 18th or something? Uh, it was my 18th and you came randomly out of the blue with a card. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um, and then, so that was about that February time. And then kept going. We kind of rekindled a bit of like a friendship. And then Evan invited me to um, a youth camp that we went to a few years, didn't we? Called Whitoff Camp, yep. which Emma and Adam are very familiar with too. <laughs> and on one of those nights, um, it was kind of an older call. And I just really, really strongly felt, yep, I need to come back to this. Um, and Evan was there. Mm-hmm. I and was there. Uh... Yeah. So I'll jump in there just because I guess important to share. Um I think it was I was aware of like Grace's situation and not really being um kind of with or having a relationship with Jesus at the time and um 
I think just because we'd rekindled our friendship, like I was then just praying for you, or I was kind of debating, or like, oh, do I pray for you? And I, was, I think I was sitting was next year. Next year, yeah, yeah, next year. And it was just kind of like, oh, it was the last point for you know when um, when somebody's leading an altar call, they kind of wait for a bit and then say, just I give like one more moment, and then I finally was like, oh, okay, yes, Lord, just I pray that grace stands up. And immediately I just went and said, Amen, and Grace stood up. Wow. And it was obviously individually kind of battling with your own situation. Yeah. And then that, like, it just, obviously it did so much for you, but it did yeah. some really good, like, good for me at the same time. Yeah, but carry on. Cause, no, that's it, yeah, and then never looked back. And then back. we got married, so. <laughs> <laughs> that that wasn't in my prayer at the time. <laughs> Please, Lord, please. No, it, might, it, might, it might have been back here. It, it might, subconsciously, it might have been there. Yeah, yeah amazing. <laughs> I love that. What about you, Evan? What was your like decision point or your journey of coming to faith? Yeah, so again, like quite similar in the same church. My family was Christian. Uh, went to church every Sunday. Um, I think I was probably there mainly for friendships there because um, I think we were quite blessed to have quite a good youth and a strong youth in the church. Um, so really it was just through like friendships in church that, and then learning more, um, that I got to be a bit closer to God. And I think, I think when I kind of like first made my decision was, a um, in my bedroom on a night, probably when I should have been asleep, um, just, I guess, wrestling with it and just decided to commit myself uh commit my life to Jesus and I think I was probably about I want to say like yeah 10 12 something like that um but then I it probably didn't really change too much in my life because I was still going to church still doing the kind of standard things um and yeah I guess it just my relationship and knowledge grew and then as I got older started um serving on the kids team there um and then it kind of you know how you go through your highs and lows and I I definitely had that and um you know I think faith in my head was there but then like the actions and the actual day-to-day necessarily it not like I was doing anything wrong but it just wasn't at the forefront um so, yeah, it kind of comes around to Whitoff again um, on a different year. And on an evening, they always have like a evening meeting where there'll be some like team games and different things, probably a comedy sketch or something, and then um, worship and a, a preach. And it was just during that time of preach, like the preach and the worship, that I just felt kind of just a bit of an overwhelming of God's spirit. Um, and it's not often I think I like cry, but then I was kind of just overwhelmed and just crying. And, um, uh, one of the, I can't remember one of the guys from the steels came over and was talking, talking to me and a friend and both of us were kind of in very similar positions and kind of made that recommitment there. Um, yeah, and that was definitely like the first time that I think I felt God. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. 
I think it's so significant for both of your stories. It's like, um, you know, you sometimes talk to people and say, oh, I didn't have like a really dramatic story of coming to faith. It was just I grew up in church and like over time it just clicked. And I think there's so much to be said of like the value of that story of like whether it's through your biological family, whether it's through church family at large, like the power and the significance of what we're investing into people as they're growing up, whatever age and stage. I think of our youngest member over there to members who are in kids right now and the power of sowing into and the influence that we have as the body of Christ to sow seeds into people's lives as they're growing up in church is so significant because we stand in faith that one day we'll see the fruit of that, which is awesome. And praise God that he brought you guys back to faith in that moment and brought you together. And um, you guys just celebrated your fifth wedding anniversary this week, didn't you? Let's have a little round of applause. (laughs) Five years strong, which is awesome. And um, yeah, like I wondered if you could share with us five, having experienced five years of marriage, just a little cheeky bonus question, but what's what in, what impact has your faith or what role has your faith played in your marriage these past five years? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, I mean, initially, I think our faith is definitely what brought us together. I mean, certainly even growing up in church in the same church, like it, that's, that's uh, shows that. And, for me anyway it's been through like kind of your highs and low points of your walk with God um I know for me definitely I struggled during COVID because I'm definitely somebody who's kind of I've got to be doing something with people and um that's very big like encouraging me and then keeping my faith strong with that um but then not having church and then not really having the motivation of that was tough um so like having grace there and being in a stronger position than I was at the time having her really just kind of trying to keep me on the right path and uh pulling me through was huge um and I think yeah it like in that brings is tough like and it's tough on grace um but I think, like, looking back at that, like, there is an, a different understanding between us of, like, where we are and, you know, when we struggle and then how we can help each other with that. Yeah, so that, that feeds into a, other things in marriage, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. What about you, Grace? I guess to add to that, I think um, probably with a lot of married couples, but we're, like, chalk and cheese sometimes. <laughs> like, we're very different especially in terms of like how we address situations and think about situations and even like just in faith like what we might um think is the right way about to go about things or like yeah just things like that um but I think having our own individual faith in our marriage has really helped us to grow in our faith together and individually because we're so different in ways like you've really taught me a lot about like steadfastness and like if, like when Evan's story you know like it's not like you had a 
a really dramatic kind of story no. but your story is very like I came to Christ and yes it's been up and down but I've been steadfast in that do you know what I mean um so yeah I think it's played a big part in kind of highlighting to us room for growth and where we can help each other and be closer together and the God as well mm. so yeah definitely yeah. yeah amazing and deliberately like not making eye contact with you that's just chalk and cheese <laughs> that's brilliant oh was there something you wanted to add there Evan or no, the, no, the poised with the mic for the next <laughs> yeah, question yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't have a mic often so. no no it's good make the most <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. I know. I I just want to celebrate you guys in that of like, um, I think you're fantastic examples of building faith into your marriage. And, you know, the love of Jesus is so evident in you as individuals, but also together as a couple. And I think, yeah, just to celebrate and honour the faith that you have on the occasion of your fifth wedding anniversary. Um, the faith you have together and the journey that you're walking along the way is just fantastic. And um, we want to celebrate and honour that, absolutely. Um, I guess to change gears slightly, um, I thought this morning we could ha- we could kind of talk around the idea of community and story and community and the power of being together in church. I know, Evan, you've already touched on the encouragement that that brings. But from knowing you both, I think lots of us in the room will recognize there's such a gift on your guys' life to bring people together and to build family, to build that connection. Um, And like, I know that growing deeper together is something we're so passionate about as a church. And I feel like it's something that you guys really embody and encapsulate. Um, But yeah, I just wondered to share whatever you like, but what does following Jesus in the context of community, not just as an individual, but in the context of the body of Christ, what does that mean for you guys? Um, Lots of things, really. Um, What comes to mind first is kind of being there to encourage each other. Um, And when I say that, I don't just mean in like... Um, like direct encouragement but even when we're not so good that still um, can be encouraging in a way to other people that we don't always have to be you know great and peppy all the time like like just sharing those times with each other is encouraging to see and also praying with and for each other is a huge part in that as well Um, and I know a lot of the things that I've learned in my faith and the way of following Jesus has come from um, uh, seeing other people and the way they do that as well um, that I would not have got if, it, if I was doing life in isolation um, and as well what comes to mind really is um, the importance of serving that comes through um, following Christ in a community Um because serving in your church, whether that be um, on worship or kids or just getting coffees for people or greeting people as they come in, putting the chairs away, like anything like that, is takes some sacrifice in a way and it moulds you into more of the character of, of Jesus. Um, that, can, that can be done through our church community, but also helps to sow seeds into each other 
as well um that then can then be used to for the glory of God as well so I think that is a really important part in worshiping God in our community together yeah yeah that just to jump in there that makes me really think of the way Paul describes the body working together and like the fact that we're all gifted and we're giving gifts not for our own sake not like oh yeah I can sing or oh yeah I'm really great at welcoming people check me out but it's like the gifts are given for the purpose of building each other up and in a way those gifts actually only make sense in the context of um, following Jesus together which is yeah it's brilliant yeah what about yourself Evan what are your thoughts um I haven't got loads to add to that probably actually but more just like from a personal standpoint I think doing something together or doing something by yourself is just hard <laughs> like like you know not like a job or something but like a way of life and keeping yourself rooted in something is difficult um so having you know having people that are around you that are doing the same thing as you and you're like I don't I don't like you know standard phrases doing life together but but like but that (laughs) we need to think of another way to say that don't we yeah (laughs) yeah but like but but that like it it just it it gives you so much more and like I'm sure there's a lot of people who would have the same kind of um you know experience or story where they've had time just themselves or maybe they've been um I mean like like COVID for example you know it it's it makes it so much difficult so much more difficult to just stick in um what God wants you to be like um and yeah being like Jesus is difficult um so yeah community relationship friendships all just allow you allow to pull every everyone together and then you know you're able to minister to each other um especially in something like groups yeah yeah, yeah. powerful yeah it's so good um I wonder if you guys have any stories from your walk with Jesus where being planted in that church community has made all the difference like I know you're talking about there the difference between trying to go it alone and then the difference that being in a community makes. Do you guys have any specific examples of from your own journey of, of that taking place? Uh, I would say, so, the, it was difficult to try and think of like exact stories without like just repeating myself. So I think um, the church that we were at before this was Hillsong and it, with it being such a big church, um, you can be very, you either know like loads of people a little bit or like if you, if you say away from church, you've been on holiday for a couple of weeks or whatever, then you, um, you struggle a little bit to like get back into the, um, into like tight knit friendships or into groups and things. And, um, I think that was difficult for me, um, mainly because that I think that's how I, well, I, I started my work with God like that, with people around me. Um, so when when you don't, when it's difficult to get back into that flow, um, yeah, it, it made it, it was definitely a challenge for kind of 
remaining planted in the community, um, especially for us certainly living uh, living in Houghton and the church being in Newcastle. Um, you know, we love what the roadworks are trying to do, but they take up a lot of extra time traveling. Um, so it's not, it's know, not flesh and blood we fight against. No, 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 no. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The stumbling blocks. And yeah, so, you know, just making that travel, whether it's like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever it is, is then difficult for like if you're, if people are hanging out, then they hang out for an hour or so. Well, you've got an hour and a half's journey just for that. And like, you know, it's a bit of a small thing in comparison to what you could have. But I think that's like one for me where it's just actually makes it a bit difficult to, to stay planted. It was like the depth, wasn't it? Like yeah, the depth, depth of yeah. relationship as well was. Yeah. 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 Cause you don't like knowing somebody's surface level or being with people's surface level and with God, like, you know, it's, that's not what it's designed to be. It's designed to be a close relationship. So it's difficult when you don't have that yeah. to get into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I think it's like, um, just to comment on that, just br- really briefly, I think it's very easy to fall into the trap of being like a high and by Christian, like rocking up at a gathering, saying hi, like being around while things are happening yeah. and then be saying bye and that's it until next week and yeah. I think just to say I think it almost doesn't matter what size of gathering that looks like yeah no that's probably right it like um it could take place anywhere and like the thing that we are um yeah we'll say fighting I was like is that too strong of a word I think the <laughs> thing that we're all fighting for is that depth of connection, that depth of engagement, that depth of relationship. And it it takes that vulnerability, doesn't it? At any stage, um, at any size, at any context, takes that like um, step to jump into that. Mm. I know at certain points in my life, that's felt like a huge... I remember as a teenager being in groups and just thinking, I just want to shrink into the wall. Like, I just want to... <laughs> like hide away but actually having that boldness and that assurance of uh confidently stepping out and saying no I'm going to engage in this but then on the flip side of that was as a church creating a safe space for people to feel like they can do that is really important and what we're all about which is yeah yeah. I think like adding to that as well um the difference that I'm I guess finding certainly myself right now and being like it, it feels just so easy to be planted around people who are planted also. Yeah. Um, and certainly, you know, in doing things like groups, um, YA nights, even just meeting up to play pool or have a kickabout or something like that is now just so easy. I'm just really grateful for all of that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, that's awesome. and I've definitely seen like growth in myself and my relationship with God through that, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What about yourself, Grace? Um <clears throat> I've touched on COVID, but that is kind of my best example. So I remember when we we couldn't go to church for like a year or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah, that was hard. And I remember it really, really vividly, like just being so scared. Like I was re I was re- striving. Like I was so 
I was reading the Bible and praying out of sheer like panic of like I'm scared if I don't do this like I'm gonna fall away we're all we're all gonna do be doomed like I was like Evan come on we have to like, stick at it like it was so bad um but it wasn't out of like faith or anything like that it was just like oh my goodness what is happening and the burden was so heavy um because there was no one else there to kind of be an encouragement and to lean on so my faith changed a lot I think in that time of just you know doing these practices out of fear and obligation rather than joy and freedom so then um after that whole lockdown we then came straight to C3 we didn't go back to our old church and it was just like an instant thing of like oh wow we're in in a community again and that freedom was then back again so it was just such an immediate kind of thing uh, that was lifted and that I know that would not have come if I if we kept having to do things alone um and it's just been gross since then so yeah. yeah amazing no thanks for sharing that and I think it's so important isn't it it's like all those private practices like reading the bible praying um, seeking God for ourselves as individuals are absolutely vital and important. Um, God calls each one of us to his heart. God wants to spend time with each of us as individuals. God wants to grow each of us as individuals. But you're right, it's like um, the reason that we then gather together on a regular basis is that's where we find strength. That's where we find encouragement. That's where our horizons are expanded of who God is and what he wants to do in our lives and yeah it's almost like everything that we the way in which we pursue God privately in the week makes sense when we come into community as we gather doesn't it um which is so significant and important um and yeah like I love that what's coming out of your guys story is the value and the joy and the life that community brings that following Jesus together brings um, but I think it's also important we talk about the challenges that following Jesus together brings. I know some of us, maybe if you have grown up in church your whole life, sometimes thinking about church is a little bit tricky or we've perhaps been hurt by people along the way or we've perhaps faced challenges in community that have perhaps um, like tainted the way that we see the church together but what do you guys think are some of the challenges of following Jesus together and how do you think we can overcome them um I think one of the main ones from my experience is um vulnerability and being vulnerable with each other um because I think unless we're able to do that to some level um I don't think we fully experience the freedom that comes with um, being rooted in Christ and rooted in a church and with each other. Um, but that's obviously a massive challenge. Um, and I know that in my time being in community, the you know things that kept in the dark, whenever they've come into the light, like it's just give, made room for so much growth and freedom in like lots of ways um but I do know that that is is a hard thing for us to do so I think overcoming that just stems from um building friendships and if that takes a while that's okay um but really 
Um, so kind of the example of groups and things like that. You know, it's great that we can be together on a Sunday and we all get lots from it. Um, but the depth that comes with hanging out in a smaller group or one-on-one just helps to kind of whittle away at those walls. Um, and then, yeah, just makes room for that vulnerability that um, we can grow in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah, what about yourself, Evan? What do you think about that? Yeah, um, vulnerability is a massive one for me. Um, I think like I certainly tend to keep my walls up with a lot of things um, and like self defense mechanism is not to actually think about things. Um, and just like, ah, it's fine. And I never think about it again. Um, and, you know, that's might be a good thing for the now, but not long term. And I think, yeah, challenges for following Jesus is like, there's so much in life and the busyness and things that don't go right or don't seem like they're going right at the time um is tough um and tough to then kind of understand and wrestle with the but I feel like I'm being I'm being such a good Christian um and like challenges are always going to be there no matter what but it's about how we apply ourselves and just have faith and hope in our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the overcoming of it, you know, and prayer in that I've found is something I've struggled with um, and being, uh, like, praying selfish prayers um, because I think, like, oh, I can just handle it myself it's fine it'll be all right like I'll get through it I don't want to just give it up and allow it kind of be vulnerable with that and especially in say even personally but in like a group's aspect um when you're sharing vulnerable prayers and things that you're you're really praying into with people to to also pray for that as well is really tough um and but you know that said I think certainly recently with having um having our group and the kind of close knit that we're really getting there um the I've been a lot better and found it much easier to be vulnerable and share prayers and I think as a church we're seeing a lot of prayers answered yeah. recently which is brilliant and just so encouraging um I think like it is it's quite clear that God's working in that um so I know for me, like I think I'm probably at my most encouraged time in my life at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is brilliant because you see difficult things, but then you're seeing so many amazing things happen at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love that so much. Just as both of you guys are talking then, I'll just share really quickly before we have the final question. Um I think actually when you when you zoom out, I think one of the biggest challenges of um, following Jesus together is to almost like contend for a safe space, yeah. like to fight for um, 
an environment where people feel safe to like bring themselves and open themselves up in. And as uh, one of the key scriptures that has certainly defined um, our journey as we've come to plant and build the church is in Genesis. And it's the moment where Isaac is redigging the wells that Abraham dug. So his father Abraham dug all these wells, but then the enemy came in and filled all the wells up with stones and dirt and grit. And part of Isaac's journey was to redig the wells um, so that the people can be refreshed. And one of the words we feel like God's spoken over our church is to be a well, to be a safe space, space, safe space. <laughs> You're all like, oh my goodness, what's a space? <laughs> um, to be that safe space where people can come and be refreshed. People can come and be healed. People can come and bring all of who they are to be ministered to by God. And um, but even in Isaac's story, there's a fight for the wells. So they redig one, and the the enemy says, "No, you're not having this. We're claiming this back." Uh, they redig, I think, about three more until they finally redig a well that is not contended over, and they call that place Rehoboth. And I just feel like what God's doing at the moment is it, He's inviting all of us to almost contend for those redigging. Yeah wells to like redig for those safe spaces redig for those places of refreshing redig for those places where people can come in all with all of who they are and be ministered to by God and I'm just I just wanted to throw that in there with what you guys are sharing of like one of the biggest challenges is to kind of come and bring the reality of who we are to the table but our heart and our desire and our passion as a church is to create those wells, those safe spaces where people can come and do uh, just that. And like, yeah, I love that you called that there, Evan, that um, God is on the move. God is doing so much stuff because I think that it's we're working in partnership with the Holy Spirit to bring that about, which is so encouraging. Um so yeah, finally, you guys, you do lead one of our amazing groups that meets yep. through the week all, all the way over on the other side of the A19. <laughs> no, it's great. It's not far. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and as you've, you guys have already kind of captured this, but our heart behind groups, while Sundays are a space for connection and encounter, we're here to meet with each other and to meet with God and to encounter the presence of God together. Our groups are then a space for depth and growth. What is it that you guys love about groups? And how do you see this getting richer as our church family grows? Um, I think, like, I love that it feels, certainly for us anyway, I think one of the things that we're definitely called to do is... Um, host like hosting a group do, does this but the like being able to open our home provide a safe space for people to come be welcomed loved um and yeah feel like they can share and that's yeah having that that space is just brilliant and definitely something that like we're called to to provide i think um so that's it's fulfilling to to see that happening um and i know that like yeah this is what this is something that we're meant to be doing yeah um i think like 
the although our group hasn't been going very long um in you know the the time of the church um like how even from the first group night to say the most recent one like the difference that we've seen in people and people growing and people um leaning in more um sharing more it's just the conversations that are coming off the back of you know whatever questions we run through or the topics we talk about are brilliant and it's just showing like i feel like it it's great that we're all we're all really striving to learn more about god and have that closer relationship um and doing that together is brilliant um yeah so that's yeah really encouraging for me Amazing, yeah. What about yourself, Grace? I think the thing with groups that I think is kind of what we talked about, the challenges before, that it helps, what I love, what it helps to overcome is the vulnerability side. Um, Because groups has um, more of like a come as you are kind of vibe. Um, And I think on a Sunday... I don't know about anybody else but I think it can be easier to kind of if you know hi how are you doing how's your week been oh great thanks yeah and then you 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 know you put on some maybe nicer clothes and things like that and like you say hi bye kind of thing and then that's it um which sometimes can if, if you're not in a great place you can look around and think oh gosh everyone's got everything together mm-hmm. and I don't um and oh I don't want to share that um I've felt like that before um Whereas being in a, a group setting pretty quickly, you say, actually, no, we're not have all got it all together. Um, we just come, you know, as we are, um, have a good meal. And in that kind of space, you hear more about people's lives and the similarities that we have and the differences that we have as well. And it just helps you to be honest and a bit more vulnerable with each other. Um um so yeah that is that's what i find the best thing about it really. yeah. yeah i think as well like the prayer life in groups mm-hmm. seems to have definitely like hit a new level mm-hmm. um i know definitely for me like even kind of just praying in a group situation hasn't been like my thing yeah. you know when you're like you're sitting quiet you're waiting going uh, how many people have prayed? Uh, it's probably fine. I can get away without. Yeah, you know. I'll pray in my head, but I'll not pray openly. And Who I think that'll be fine. The room? Yeah, like every, I call now everyone, but <laughs> call calling myself out. But um, yeah, like I don't think we're really having that, or like having even like awkward silences in it. People are just praying, and like. You know, whether it's simple prayers or really complex prayers with big words or anything like <laughs> it's it's brilliant because I think that's that's something I've I haven't been great at or felt like I haven't been great at. And then seeing other people come into that and then the the real belief and faith that we're praying with is is growing. Yeah. So I would say if anybody struggles with praying or anything like that, get into a group because the prayer is great there um, and that'll help you grow in that. Yeah, amazing. I know it's been the same for your group as well. Yeah, yeah, so good. Yeah. 
And it's that it's that drawing closer together that's so significant. Mm. And yeah, and it all comes back to us all contributing as a church community to creating those safe spaces where we are, we're egging each other on. Like it's almost like, as you say, like I, I just love it when you hear someone praying out loud for the first time. It's yeah. like letting go of the training wheels on a bike. It's like, yes, I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like fostering that safe environment where, because following Jesus, it's sometimes going into the complete unknown, isn't it? It's like some, in many ways, what we do to follow Jesus is so bizarre. Like, <laughs> what other people get together on a regular basis and talk to someone who they can't see? Uh, what other people stand in the room on a Sunday and lift their hands to God in heaven? Um, what we do is so strange, but wonderful and life-giving. Um, and as we do that in community, it's just like chains fall off, things are broken open. Um and I think as well, what I'm, what's really on my heart at the moment is it's, you know, especially after hearing um, some of the stories we've heard this month, but particularly hearing Rachel and Caitlin's story last week, you realise, um, you know, I'm sure around this room today, there's people in our community who are aware, ah, actually, I need to be helping bring those people to Jesus. Like if someone's going through a difficult time, I want to be one of those four men on the corner of the, the paralyzed man's mat carrying them. Um, I want to be front footed in thinking about who's maybe finding it difficult to gather at the moment and thinking, how can I help make a way for them to come in? How can I help make room for people for those people to find that safe space as well. And like our desire, our heart is that what what's God's doing right now, um, we just want more of it. <laughs> like we want to see more groups across the city. We want to see more people encountering this, kind of, this life-giving faith that we have. We want to see more people equipped. We want to see more people encouraged. We want to see more people built up. And certainly our prayer is that, um, yeah, this this ability to create a safe space, this ability to create that well, working in partnership with the Holy Spirit will be something that just expands across the life of our church. Like I'm thinking ahead to September and I'm believing God bring in an incredible batch of students who are going to be having their group. I'm believing God bring in people in the city centre who are going to be having their group but I'm believing that we're going to see it multiplied because we want more people to experience and come into and be refreshed by what walking out our faith within the context of the body of Christ looks like. Um, so I've loved hearing from you guys today. I've loved hearing your heart. I've loved hearing um, what's clearly a gift of God on your life. Just flow over into stories. And yeah, we're believing for that to grow amongst us amongst our family all the more so just as we come to a close yeah I guess I'd just love to ask you guys to pray for us to grow even closer as a church community and for the Holy Spirit to help us in making room for people to be added to that if you guys would be happy to pray for us yeah yeah don't mind both of us not at the same time no <laughs> 
Yeah, Lord, just we really just come to you in in thanks initially. Just thank you for the the community, the relationship that you're building um, in this church with you and and for all of us with each other, Lord. Just pray that you are just in everything we do, um, in our struggles, in the the hard the hard parts of life, Lord. But just also in the in the brilliant times and the, the the times of enjoyment and fulfillment, Lord, just that you're in that. And um, we we pray that we're able to just grow, grow in you together, um, really find new life where that's needed. Um, and yeah, just that our, our prayer life and groups will really grow and, you know, that'll be multiplying in numbers at groups and the number of groups and just that we'll really see prayers answered off the back of that and people people's lives really being changed and uh, that we'll hear more people's stories um, and whether that's stories that they don't think are important lord we we want to hear them all and we just um yeah really pray that people will be able to to have that um vulnerable bond with each other um so we can share we can help each other together lord um and in that lord yeah we pray we pray for for new students um coming to us lord and um any who are who are traveling away lord after finishing uni we pray for them pray for their lives in the future and pray for what uh, you've got in store for them lord um and yeah just pray for for growth in general um especially as we as we lead into this um this new venue at the place lord just we pray that you'll be there um 24 7 as we've got the space lord but just pray that we can really use that for you um and that will allow us to to grow deeper to you lord put more things on that that people really need um and yeah just pray that we are um in touch with you and really just um being guided by you well lord and what we're what we're going to be doing as a church and moving forward and um yeah just thank you for everybody here thank you that um i can clearly see that you're moving um and yeah we pray for more of it lord amen Lord, I want to just thank you so much for this community that we're part of. And I just pray that um, after what we talked about today, that people will just be encouraged to lean in more and to open up to each other more. And um, just in that process, just become more like you and associate with other people, Lord. And yeah, I just thank you so much for the growth in our church. Um, but not just the growth in numbers, but just the depth in community and with you father and i just pray that that continues yeah in jesus name amen 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 and lord we just pray we lift anyone up to you um who's finding it difficult right now to perhaps feel connected or perhaps they've had an experience in the past that means they tend to lean back rather than lean in holy spirit thank you that you're here right now and you are the ultimate minister Lord, I just pray right now you would come and heal, you come and restore. Lord, that you would just meet each and every one of us where we're at today. And Lord, we just pray that you would bind our hearts together. 
Lord, let walls fall down. Lord, let us stand even stronger together, ready with open arms to welcome those you want to add to our community into the same bond, Lord. And we just pray you would bless the unity amongst us. We pray you would strengthen us. We pray you'd fill us with joy. We pray you'd fill us with peace. We pray you'd fill us with a victorious spirit, Lord, as we look to all that's ahead. We pray you bless us as we go out from this place. And we pray, um, yeah, I want to pray for Evan and Grace as well. Thank you for them, Lord. We thank God for who they are, for the gift that's on their life, for all that they bring to our church community. We pray that you would continue to strengthen them, continue to lead them, continue to guide them. And Lord, as they've shared today, we just pray your protection around them, Lord. We pray we lift up the shield of faith with them, alongside them, Lord. And we thank you for their heart for you and for their heart for people. God, we thank you for what you're doing amongst us. And we bless your name today in this place. In Jesus' name, everyone said. Amen. Thanks for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a thing. If you'd like to know more, visit our website at c3sunderland.church or follow us on Instagram at c3sunderland. We'll see you next time.